Hi, this is Ron Masak, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, welcoming you back to TV Confidential, a radio talk show about television. They actually want to say "bada bing," <laughs> <laughs> which we will, which we will uh, say as we t- uh, as we continue our look at this week in TV history with our friends Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen. It's me. I, I we have two HBO shows that have milestones around the same time, uh, but I guess uh, for this show we can only quote "bada bing" because we can't quote anything from the other show in question. Well, we can't. Uh, we, well, we can, but we'll be well, bleeped. Well, I, I well, no, we what, 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 Bruno Molly's? That's, that's the shoe. Oh, guy. well, yeah, we can. We yeah, but then uh, that would be uh, Manolo Blanco. Manolo. Okay. Well. Okay. I was. Okay. I was far off. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't pretend to be a shoe guy. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's that, that, that's beyond okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, so we have we have two milestone dates. They both have an HBO connection. So I thought I'd bundle these Absolutely. two together. Uh, June sixth, nineteen ninety eight, was when the series Sex in the City premiered on HBO. And June tenth, two thousand seven, was when the last episode of The Sopranos aired on HBO. Remember, it's not TV; it's, it's HBO. HBO. Yeah, and of course, the The Sopranos. Um, uh, I, I remember when the final episode of The Sopranos aired. It sparked quite a bit of controversy, as the show itself did on more than one occasion throughout its original run on HBO, because the I mean, there's a, there's a lot of talk about how are they going to tie all the loose ends and and is, will, will Tony, what would be a good send off for yes, the characters, right? Or you know, would, would would Tony would Tony would Tony buy the farm because uh-huh. he had a lot of he had a lot of enemies and you know there everything was kind of converging, and it just ended. It just ended. My my feeling, and I'm kind of surprised after all this time. I thought there had to be a way that they wanted to keep the franchise alive. Now. Since Sex and the City went off, you know HBO, there have been two feature films. With the third one in the works, a prequel. Yes. So and and uh, the Sopranos, I thought they would be taking a, a similar route. There was there, there was some talk, as I recall. Yeah. Um, but uh, James Gandolfini has gone on to um, you know, of course, of course what what uh, Gandolfini. But, you know, we heard the same thing about Sex and the City that some were on board, some were not, but eventually it did happen. Yeah, but uh, I mean, you know, Gandolfini has um, even when he was playing Tony Soprano, I mean, he made an effort to do other roles so that he do it so th- so that he wouldn't get typecast as Tony Soprano and and for for the most part he's been able to carve you know successful yeah, he's, career he's 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 on stage right now in right. in LA so i mean he he is a talented actor and i think the public knows as is Edie Falco who's busy these days right. with yeah. nurse Jackie. Jackie and Michael Imperial a very very talented man i mean I, as we are recording ABC has not has not announced what they're going to do with Detroit 187, but odds odds are it will not be coming back. Uh, before that, he had Life on Mars. Life on Mars, Mars and then he was uh, wasn't he also uh, filling in briefly on Law and Order? He was filling in briefly on Law and Order. So he will. I mean, he's a very talented man, both an actor and a writer. He will be doing something soon, um, as is virtu- virtually everybody connected on that show has, has found work elsewhere. Yeah, Dre Dimitrio was on Joey, she was on Joey. And, <laughs> that's right. and then um, and then uh, she did a whole season of Desperate Housewives. Yeah. 
And uh, so you, you do have a, a lot of talent there. Uh, but the controversy, yeah, I think my, my feeling was we need a way to keep the franchise alive. We need to keep that door open. But it was very, it was very clever the way they did it because, you know, and I, I remember when Kelly did inter- – oh, not Kelly. Um, David Chase did mm-hmm. interviews. Why would, why would I connect David Chase with David, David E. Kelly? Kelly. I mean, just two I'd totally like to see just... David Chase do Wonder Woman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see David yeah, Chase do that, Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd also like to see him produce a show. But yes, uh, that's, yes. that's different. Yes. But, yeah, the, 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 basically, it was very clever. It's just you, you figure – a television series is is a look at the lives of these characters, and you know you, you kind of come in in the in the middle of their lives, and then usually because most shows are ended without the opportunity to to do a final episode, you know they stop after four, four years, five years, and that's basically what they do with the final episodes of The Sopranos. They're in the diner. You know, having um, you know dinner together, or you know, or whatever, just the you know Tony and his family, and then all of a sudden, it, an, an abrupt fade to black. It's like, okay, this is the end of the of the eight years she's spending with uh, yeah. the inside look of these uh, characters' lives. But yeah. their lives will go on. Their lives, right? Their lives will go on. So the series ended, but the Sopranos didn't. Was that satisfying enough for most of the fans? No. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, as as I recall, I mean, not only as I recall the reaction at the time, but when, when you when you still talk to fans of the show, they still get, they they feel they feel they got cheated. Yeah, but they but, wanted a big shootout at the end. They, I think they wanted something that you know, other than what they got. But we could do a whole hour on show finales that missed their opportunity because you put it very well. There are shows that never had a chance for their finale, and what could they have done? And, you know, some of them, you know, had some opportunity, and those who had the chance to do a finale and blew it. No, it, it's no, we we haven't done a program like that in in a while, but it's I think it's high time we do another one. Tom. Yeah, so we could that that could be that two whole hours just on Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Now, The uh, Sopranos, you know, controversial. So was Sex and the City. Very different reasons. Two shows, well written, well produced, well acted, well written, just good television i remember um i i remember this is i guess 2004 was the final season of sex in the city and i i remember i did um i i had a couple of journalists ask me how do how, how did i think the show should end and i said <laughs> carrie should end up alone because uh because it was should she end up with mr big should she end up with um mikhail barishnikov or should she end up with john corbett and i said she should end up alone because Carrie is an essentially unhappy person, and that would be a very realistic ending. But that's not but the ending not people would want. Exactly, it would not be satisfying for viewers. Yeah, it's a big difference. No, yes. I mean I did like the last shot with the four women. Yes, which which the way it should have ended with the four women. But I mean, the controversy began with the title of the show. For me, I was just happy to see a strong ensemble of women. Mm-hmm. On television, HBO, cable, I was glad to see something for adults. I don't think, really, since Mary Tyler Moore, had there been such a step up for women on television. I mean, this was a comedy, but yeah, four independent women in New York. Liked the fact that it was Mm -hmm. adult-themed. My sister never got it. She's still in the Midwest. Just well, I wouldn't want my children watching that. Well, yeah, I don't want your children watching that either. I wouldn't want them watching no. The Sopranos either. No. For that matter. 
But well, strangely enough, I believe she watched The Sopranos. Okay. <laughs> I don't get it. But. Well, because, well, you know, I, well, I think it, it is something indicative yeah. of this country because I would say there are more people in this country, sadly, I would say, in, when we're talking not just uh, us on the West Coast or people on the East, there are more people that would that have less issue with guns going off well, I than think, with two people in bed. Now, well, I will hear people, I hear it all the time here in L.A. in our blue bubble, I, saying I'd rather see two people in bed than see a bunch of people getting mowed down. Yeah. But if you if I went to middle America, I could I and I have been there and I have made that statement and I have gotten dirty looks because of making that statement, which doesn't bat an eye when you say it. Well, here. I mean, two things. Um, one is, and this will you know dovetail into the hour we're going to do one of these nights with Dan Farron on mm-hmm. on British television. Um, w- w- as as a rule, American audiences have an have a hang up over sex or the portrayal of sex in film and television. Yes. I, mean, yes. I think that's a safe thing to say. And 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 two, we American audiences have always had a sort of purient interest in mob in, 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 in the doings of the mob. Um, in, which is which is why mob dramas on, on film and television have always been well received, which is probably why your sister is more inclined oh, yeah. to watch the Sopranos than watch Carrie Bradshaw. Yep. But yeah, you know the mob, just like the Western for Americans are kind of like our our version of Camelot. Yeah, larger than life characters. The mafia would be almost the 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 flip side. I agree of of that. Uh, so you would have you know that mystique there. Uh, but uh, the other difference is westerns weren't so controversial. You know, you 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 didn't hear from like the cowboy. Well, you may have from the Native American standpoint. You know, Westerns uh, were quite romantic. I mean, truly yeah. an American genre. And, and I, quite I think, romantic. I think there was a, a certain romance with the, the the mystique of the uh, organized crime uh, part, but I think also you you have to kind of combine that with the depiction of Italian Americans in the media. Sure, uh, which you know is uh, still to this day is a very touchy subject. Right. And even even at the time of the Sopranos, in fact, um there, you know there I remember I forget whether it was the third or fourth season, um the the, the, the Sopranos sort of inverted that um uh with uh, an, an episode about the uh, uh, about Columbus Day and 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 how um Tony and all and 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 his mob brethren were part of a protest over the over over the um, the the portrayal of Italian Americans on on, Chris, on on Columbus Day, and that was sort of a yeah, and and that that's sort of a clever way of sort of taking the the the, the Italian Americans portrayed as mob controversy and sort of inverting that. The, the 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 one thing you know before we leave the subject of the Sopranos, um, and and this this ties in with the mob you know fascination with the mob. What I love about what Chase did with Tony Soprano is that every time you found yourself sympathizing with Tony, because Tony was, you know, he was not only the mob kingpin, but he was a hand-picked husband, and he had, psycho, you know, he was going through a midlife crisis, and, you know, he had a thing for his psychologist and all that kind of... Every time you feel yourself drawn to him, and you sort of felt sorry for him, he reminded you what a monster he was. Yeah. And it's like you talk about manipulating the audience. I mean, that's brilliant. I mean, it, it, I get I got angry watching you know the show because like, how dare you toy with my emotions like that? But it's like that's good writing and that's yes, very and, good and, and incredible acting. Yes, 
I mean, incredible acting that you have from James Candelfini and the entire cast. Yes. But I think people also want to tune in to find out who gets whacked. Of course. Yeah. My, I mean, you know, my, you know, I mean, we can. I mean, my, uh, I love Joe, uh, uh, Joe Pantaleone, mm-hmm. who played. I mean, I, I hated Ralphie, but I loved. I mean, he, you, you know, uh, Joey Pants did such a great job playing Ralphie. And uh, I mean, you, you remember when when Ralphie got offed? Uh-huh. He lost his head. <laughs> <laughs> Attention. This important consumer alert is brought to you by the Structured Settlement Cash Hotline. Did you know it's possible to receive upfront money in one large payment from your Structured Settlement? Yes, you can. If you're receiving a Structured Settlement spread out over time and you want to access your money today, call us. It's your future cash. Why not put it in your hands today? Don't wait any longer. This is the best solution if you need money to pay your bills or even help a family member who's been affected during this global time of crisis. Everyone needs a little money right now, and our hotline is here for you. If you have a structured settlement where you're getting money spread out over time and you want it faster, call now. This simple 10-minute call can get your money now. The call is free, and it costs you nothing. 800-965-7987. 800-965-7987. That's 800-965-7987. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.